What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the First Offense Audio Installment. This is episode 47. Um, this is the second to last episode of the actual NASCAR season. I'll keep making episodes in the off season, but this is going to be the final predictions for who wins the championship and everything like that. And then next week we'll just talk about the actual championship races and weekend. So let's get right into this. We got a ton of stuff to talk about between Ty Gibbs destroying Brandon Jones, Chastain's move obviously and then we'll go through each series and I'll talk about why I think each driver could win or and then I also want to talk about what stops some drivers from making the final four like Hamlin and Byron and them guys so getting right into it the race Sunday was pretty tame as I expected it there was a little bit of tire fall off so it made it pretty good but it was another one of those races where the cars can't really put on display which guys are really good. You don't get that guy who, even if he gets shuffled back in the pack, he drives straight back to the top five. So I expected that. I think everyone kind of did. But I also thought that um, the playoff format and everything like that, all the drama, all the rivalries would make it entertaining. And it definitely did. Because we saw one of the best moves ever but I think ultimately it was that late caution I forget what brought it out someone turned with spawn or something like that that in those pit stops shuffled things up Denny Hamlin kept losing spots Hamlin was doing everything he had to do all race long he won the first two stages and he got all those points but with Bell going up there and contending for a win that's what put Hamlin in jeopardy so yeah, and then Briscoe, he was fast, had that penalty early, and that put him back. So again, that late caution kind of put him back into the mix. And then Keselowski was up there battling, and um, he was obviously not in the playoffs, but he was up there contending. And then, yeah, I think Byron just struggled all day and just didn't have any anything near the speed that he needed. And basically came down to five cars that were going to make it, and maybe Briscoe. It was Hamlin, Chastain, Elliott Logano, obviously, and then Bell and Briscoe. I might have said that twice, but Blaney was never really able to get up there and contend along with Byron. So similar to the Roval, Bell takes four tires, gets back in the pack, and starts fighting his way through in a must-win situation. Um, and it, that that was only a third, 20 lap run or something small like that so Hamlin and Chastain line up right next to each other Chastain's above the cutoff and he drops a few spots I think and Hamlin just starts moving forward they were I think they were about 10th to 12th at this point and Hamlin just starts passing car after car he gets up to 5th or 6th and then Chastain was still just stuck back there and it was weird because it was almost like Chastain I they were him and Hamlin were going back and forth but it was different because Chastain was like settled in and usually a guy like him you would think starts to get super aggressive and starts moving out guys out of the way so he kind of like backed off a little towards the end of that run like obviously 
that was the end of the race too. So I was thinking like, um, is chat like what is Chastain doing? Is he just calling it? This is all he's got, because you know he could have got up on the wheel and got a little more aggressive. He wasn't driving the hell out of his car, and he was backing off a of Hamlin, not messing with him, and because Hamlin was probably gonna wreck him, but Chastain could have moved Hamlin up. So yeah, so I'm like, all right, Bell's gonna win his way in, and Chastain's done. And I wanted Chastain to make it, so. I'm watching Bell cross, and I'm like, that's it. It's <laughs> it's over. And, and I don't know what TV was showing. I don't even remember if I saw a replay or if I saw it live. I think, I feel like in the corner of my eye, I saw him when they had, like, the three screens going. I saw him up there, and I, like, didn't register what was going on. And then they turned to the camera of Bell crossing the checkered. And Chastain is side by side with Hamlin. So then I put two and two together and I realized <laughs> what Chastain did. And I, I just started dying laughing. Was, I didn't even know what to think. But I, I was just happy because I knew that's, that's what it would have taken. It's funny because I had to see Chastain like... I had to hear them say Chastain advanced before I could even believe that it happened. And then once they started showing the replays, I just was like, oh my God, that is insane. That's the best move I've ever seen. It's No one thought it was real. The funniest part is all the crew guys are watching and they like put their hands on their head. Like they think it's over and then he does that. Oh my, and the spotters, they're like, what? Chase Elliott's spotter was like, what in the hell? Briscoe said something. Just That was the best part, I think, that not a single person watching or that was there saw it coming. And they play Chastain's radio, and they're like, you got to go here. You need two spots. And Chastain goes, got to get them. And then as he says that, he's going on the straightaway and just gets all the way into fifth, completely <laughs> blows around the wall. The thing that I thought of immediately is what Hamlin could have possibly been thinking. Like, he passes all those cars, he blows by Chastain, sees him in his rearview mirror, and just drives away from him. And then they're like, all right, we did what we had to do, we got it done, coming off the of turn four, and you look up and you see the red car, knowing that you have to finish two positions ahead of him. There's no way that Hamlin looked and realized it was Chastain he probably had to take 10 looks and see the replay and everything to believe because it's just Martinsville when, when can you pass five cars at once never it takes in that race it took beating the guy's back bumper off and fresh tires or working him for five laps to pass and Chastain blows by five in one turn that's what makes him move so insane and that he the fact that he thought I mean guys have done it but they do it like going for the lead and and it's not even like you run the wall at Darlington you're on the wall you're you're you can use it and lean against it and some guys get into it pushing hard he completely changed his lines <laughs> I don't even know only Chastain would do something like that and now he's in and I think everyone, I mean, I 
I thought he was just a hacker and just wrecks everyone. And now, for him to do that, I'll, I he earned my respect. I like him now. He's an animal, plain and simple. And he just proved that at the end of the day, you can control your own race and you don't have to take anything away from anybody. He didn't wreck anybody. And when you look at what Ty Gibbs did, that just, it's like the tale of two, whatever they say, two sides of it. One guy's destroying someone's entire racing car, the other guy's putting it into his own hands and getting what he needs. Um, and then I think Legano thought it was cool, but he doesn't, I think he just doesn't want it to happen all the time. Um, Larson said it was embarrassing. But Larson also said that he said the Ty, the Ty Gibbs thing was embarrassing too. So, I mean, I think it's one or the other. Like, Chastain proved that you don't have to destroy a guy to get points or a win, which Ty Gibbs, we'll talk about this in a little bit. Ty Gibbs didn't even need points. So, what's wrong with what Chastain did? He's given the car the, the track and he just got it done. I think Larson is... He's been like, he's trying to win everything and he's probably as motivated as the other drivers to win the owner's championship because of how he threw away his season with the thing at the Roval and he would have been through too. So he's got to be thinking about that. And I think he's probably thinking about what Briscoe did to get through all the cars he was blowing by and Custer holding cars up. So I think I mean, I, I guess when you think about it like that, you can't completely blame Larson because of what's happened to him, how he got out of the playoffs. But at the end of the day, um, if he hadn't hit the wall at the Roval, he'd still be in it. So at the end of the day, it's on him, which he said it was on him, but I still think he's probably just a little frustrated at how some of the racing's been going so I'm assuming that's why he said that I just don't know how you can say something's embarrassing when it's like this is what NASCAR's about it's like everyone thinks you're just doing loops over and over again turning left but I think that's why what makes a sport good because anything can happen at any moment and the whole entire race can change and that's exactly what happened and everyone loved it non-NASCAR fans loved it. It's pretty much viral <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter and everything, so I don't see how you can have a problem with it unless you're a Denny Hamlin fan. I think if you're a Denny Hamlin fan, you would say it's embarrassing, but that's just because you're mad that Chastain's in and Hamlin's not. And it just, I think it's hilarious that, I mean, would Chastain do that in a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would he do that if he needed to win and he was in third and try to blow around two cars who knows i mean that that would be hilarious if he did that and i wonder if at phoenix you can do that because the star finish is so close to turn four that you could carry enough momentum before you destroy your car completely to make it through the to the checkered and it will only work with the next gen car there's just no way that the the Xfinity car would just jam you into the wall more, I think, especially because it's it can cut tires more. So I just don't think it would work. But 
Yeah, I mean, Chastain did it when it counted, and I mean, the hard part for him's done. Now all he's got to do is just go to Phoenix and win. <laughs> um, I would rather, I think there's four guys. One of them's probably going to win. I think I'd rather be in that situation than completely wrecking my car against the wall at Martinsville. In their expectation, they probably just wanted to make the playoffs, maybe make the round of 12, not make it this far. So it's pretty insane that they did that as a team, and there's no reason why they can't go and win the entire thing. We'll talk, We'll make some predictions later, but so yeah, I want to talk about Ty Gibbs and that, that move. I think the Chastain thing made the Ty Gibbs move look even worse because not only did Chastain pass one car clean, he passed five in the last turn two and turns three and four. He didn't drive down and destroy a guy in one and two. Um, he passed him clean, and Ty Gibbs did the opposite. He just drove into the back of Brandon Jones. You can literally see him following Jones into the corner. He's had full intention of doing that, and if you're a Ty Gibbs fan, you can't say it was an accident because in the next breath, you'll say... He's the best driver. Oh, he has all this talent. Oh, so he's he's so talented, but he can't move a guy out of the way. He makes a mistake and completely destroys him. It's just obvious that he destroyed him. So the first thing with it is that I think Brandon Jones raced him hard but clean in earlier when there was those cautions. And in the race before he raced him clean, he bumped him, but... Ty Gibbs, as soon as they do that, he just starts throwing a little temper tantrum and starts destroying his teammates. He caused the 18 to get a flat, who's also his teammate, and he went to the back. And it's like Ty Gibbs is like, you guys can be my teammates, but move out of the way for me. Um, I'm I'm the guy. Like you guys can't win. So he he causes the 18 to get a flat. He start. You can tell he's ready to wreck the 19. He's just moving him out of the way over and over again. And finally, after all the bumping and banging and smashing, he him and the 19 get out front out in front of everyone. I really wonder what he would have done if it was the nine. I'm sure. He, I don't know if he messed with Gregson, but so. You see him going into one and two, and he os- or Creed's behind him, and he tucks in front of Creed so he can line up his bumper with Brandon Jones. And I swear Brandon Jones goes up the track a little, and Ty Gibbs just perfectly follows him. Breaks way late, buckles his entire front end. He hits him so hard. Destroys him. Goes away with the win. A caution comes out, obviously, because he... Brandon Jones was backed into the fence and then he's coming off of three and four spinning his tires like doing a big burnout before he even crosses the line so that right there is enough to prove that he did it completely on purpose because he was happy with what he did then he does the biggest burnout ever of the season (laughs) mocks the crowd when they're booing him and this is this is what makes me mad there's like some drivers like the whole getting booed and like being misunderstood like Kyle Busch and Busch has obviously had his moments but when him and Larson like went at it and he did the fake cry and everything that that's like having fun that's like Kyle Busch is the guy that everyone loves to hate and Logano and when Logano moved Byron out of the way and 
stuff like that. But there's a difference between when you hate being called Silver Spoon. I think he said on the download that he talked about how everyone says like grandpa's money, all that stuff. If you think that that's not true and that everyone has like a misconception about you, you pretty much and you're like gonna just embrace it and be that guy you just proved that you're arrogant and you can't even say like they're gonna hate me anyways and this or that and I'm not gonna change their mind because when you take a guy's championship away and destroy his car and don't even attempt to pass him clean or anything when you still have another turn to do that then you you're just proving that you you don't care about anybody but yourself and that's why i think um greg what greg why gregson kept saying ty gibbs racing because he the whole team's based around him at this point i mean you would you think i think that when kyle bush had the sponsor and it fell through and everything i think if ty gibbs wasn't there i think they would figure it out and get kyle i think that i mean i'm not saying that it's not a smart business decision they get to they pay less money and everything but even then it's still ty gibbs's car eventually and everything decisions team decisions are being made around him and who he is and to do that and do the big celebration just proves that everything that people say is true because if it wasn't you would have remorse and you would want multiple cars into the final four and it's funny because this shows that gibbs has zero concept of anything brandon jones dad is the ceo of ream who sponsors bell's cup car so you're destroying the guy's son taking his championship away and if he had any idea what kind of effects that doing something like that could have then he wouldn't be doing the biggest burnout ever and then saying that jesus wasn't liked either in the media he has no idea what about anything i mean it's it took him he i don't even think he realized there's been nothing about um from gibbs they said obviously what they have to say like oh we're disappointed and there's gonna be repercussions and everything i mean what can you take away from ty gibbs that is actually going to teach him a lesson because he's been given everything up to this point i mean i'm not saying he's not a good driver obviously that's not the point it's just that i feel like gibbs basically made him and if it weren't for whatever they made him believe he should do or what i don't i think they created him to be the way that he is and the only thing that you could take away from him that would actually i think he'd care about is racing in the cup series next year or um racing in the champ which they're not going to take him out of the championship there's just no way but um i think that even if they took him out of the cup car next year he would probably just do the same stuff in the xfinity series so we'll just have to see i mean if you're a teammate of Gibbs, I I wouldn't want to be his teammate. He you think he did the ultimate like screw over. Like they were just going for a win. They were 
racing for a spot in that championship for well brandon jones was ty gibbs was already locked in so if he's willing to completely ruin a guy's season and i don't i don't want there to be teammates where you're like helping them like an insane amount like when hamlin was dropping off to give truex stage points i don't love it too much but what he if he had done that to anybody it would have been bad so if you're his teammate you I mean, if I was Hamlin, Truex, Bell, and the whole thing is that he's going to the 18, I'd be wondering, like, what if he's willing to wreck this guy's season, what's he going to do to me if he wants a win bad enough? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how you could like this guy right now. (laughs) Um, I think not only are the fans going to hate him, I think that if you're a driver in the Cup Series... And just the the image that he has, it's I don't know how you can defend him that he's not silver spoon, arrogant, and thinks that it's all about him. And you can't. It's like there's it gets to a point where the, your actions become undefendable, I guess, because there's stuff that happens and drivers get fans have the wrong idea about him and don't give him a break and this and that but he literally put it on display for everyone to see what kind of guy he is just after the in the interviews he just kept affirming and just proving that he doesn't care at all the stuff he was saying what i mean hours after he just kept going and going and going so i would say as a kyle bush fan that this is I'm glad that he didn't have a sponsor and didn't end up staying with Gibbs because this is just insane. Um, I don't know how you could race there until Ty retires and not think that you're going to play second fiddle to him. And obviously second fiddle is getting completely junked and taken out of the championship. I mean, who knows how Gibbs is going to respond. They just give him some stupid stuff to say usually some like formal thing that isn't genuine at all and then he just does something crazy the next race so yeah i want to play the gregson interview what he had to say about it because it's pretty funny and i mean if gregson wasn't in the series then he could be even more out of control because i think gregson's one of the only guys that ty gibbs won't mess with all right here's the interview i just know what brendan and i are friends and i know what it be like if I was in the, his shoes um, and I wouldn't be too happy like he's showing a lot more composure than I would be right now um, but I guess that's you kind of got to deal with that when you're driving that Ty Gibbs racing car I mean Joe Gibbs racing car that's what Gregson had to say about that I mean we all know Gregson would be throwing haymakers at him if he ever did that to him and I'm curious to see how it affects him in the championship and what Gibbs does this I mean this is the stuff that like RCR with Harvick and that all that stuff causes serious problems and I mean after Harvick left we all know what happened to RCR and now they're just finally picking up a few more wins. They got a few wins this year, and 
it can just do serious damage to a team, I feel like, when there's stuff like this going on. All right, so moving on to the first offense move of the race for the cup race. I don't know how you can give it to anybody other than Chastain. That was the best move. Some people think it's the best move they've ever watched in racing. That's what Kyle Petty said. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you can argue against that. I don't, it was the, the stuff that was at stake for for that move is what makes it so good because of how much it changed in just that one turn and how he set the track record i mean that's like a, the hail mary of all hail marys i don't even know what you can compare it to it's one of the best sports moves in general sports moves ever so <laughs> if that's for not first offense i don't know what it is <laughs> All right, the underdog of the race goes to Harrison Burton. He finished 11th. He struggled. Um, and to finish 11th at Martinsville is pretty good just because of how hard that track is, and he's young. So that's a little bit of momentum for him. It's his rookie year, so he probably needs finishes like that to get a little confidence for sure and start putting races together. All right, now we're going to get into race takes. So you can make your own race takes on my Instagram story or you could send them in uh, like a voice recording at anchor.fm slash first offense. So let's get into these. We got a bunch of them. So starting off, it is Chastain is the def direct definition of Florida man. <laughs> yeah, like you see those articles, it's like Florida man. And then it's some insane thing that they did. There's one for every day. You could look up any day and there will be some crazy Florida man article and Chastain <laughs> made his own. <laughs> Alright, craziest final 20 laps of the season. I would say it's the craziest final 5 laps of the season. I don't know when. Maybe it was with 6 to go or something. Bell passed. Um, Briscoe for the leader. Keselowski, whoever had. I can't remember. But yeah, and then Chastain pulls that move. That just changes everything. Alright, the next one is complete 180 versus the spring race amazing race and chastain just put the cherry on top it's funny because if chastain hadn't done that and the playoffs weren't involved we wouldn't even be talking about this but that's why i think that the playoffs can be good in the set system i know a lot of people hate them but i mean it just made for one of the best races of the season and goodyear brought a different tire which wore better so that also changed it that just proves that the littlest um things can just a few little things can make the racing a lot better all right next one says crazy race with bell and ross yep crazy finish and then really great finish to the race yep definitely um i feel like we've had so many insane finishes this year and who's to say that's not going to happen at phoenix usually the races are calm but i I would not be surprised if we saw some insanity again. So, yeah. All right. Now we're going to make some predictions. So, we got Bell, Logano, Chastain, and Elliott. So, I could make a case why any of them could win the championship. It's so hard to pick. It's You look at Bell and you think, like, he's young and he he's might struggle, but he's he was able to win two back-to-back cut off must win situation so how can you go against them and 
he won New Hampshire, which is pretty similar track. I don't think that you can even look at previous races much because Elliott was good there too. I think Logano was even good and Chastain was decent. So, and the cars developed so much since then and they're going to be cheated up and everything. Logano won at Gateway. Um, he's won the championship and he's kind of hit or miss though. I mean, he could bring it at any moment. But also, the thing that he has going for him is he won the first race of the round. So, that could really play a huge factor in how much speed he has at Phoenix. Because how much they could have worked on that car. I mean, I don't know how much preparation you can even do in that amount of time. But he'll definitely bring it and he'll be up there. Chastain is just an absolute animal he's got momentum i mean he's got nothing to lose that team did not think they were gonna make it this far so they're here so why can't they go out there and win it he doesn't have that much on the line compared to like elliot season will be pretty much a fail if he doesn't win the championship and Logano's, and then gibbs they've they've won championships before chastain's just riding in the wave pretty much so He's a great pick, too. And then Elliott. Obviously, HMS won the last two championships, and Elliott won one of those, but he struggled. And looking back, I mean, I can't even think of a race that he was the fastest car and stepped up and got it done. So Dega, he had that late move. It was He drove a great race, great move. Um, then he won at Dover, his first win. Ellie, uh, Kyle Busch and Bowman were the best cars by a long shot and then they pitted and got cycled back and couldn't get back up front then he won Nashville which he didn't dominate that race and it's nowhere near similar to Phoenix and then he won Atlanta which is a play track so I there's nothing that tells me like Elliot is gonna go out and dominate like I would have said about Larson last year He's just good in these situations, which I think is going to be his advantage. And HMS seems to be able to bring a really fast car. I just, I don't, I don't like Elliott as a pick. And I didn't even, I knew it was going to be close for him to even make it here. And if he didn't have all those bonus points, he wouldn't even make it. So yeah, I'm looking at, I, Bell and Chastain, I think are great pick and then I think Logano is going to be hit or miss either you can't beat him or he's going to struggle all day um I mean I I just want to pick Chastain just because of what he did but I think my final pick is going to have to go to Chastain I just I just want him to win I really like Logano. I don't like Bell and Elliott as much. I just, I can't see Bell get getting it done as much as I can see Chastain or Logano. I really, I mean, if Bell won, I wouldn't be surprised or Elliott. If any of them win, it won't surprise me. But I just think that it's not really going to come down to anything pressure related. All of them are going to step up and be fast. It's probably just going to come down to pit stops and a restart honestly i don't think there's going to be a guy that is the dominant car and just blows out to the lead last year came down to a pit stop so we'll see what happens it could come down to a last lap chastain around the wall 
but <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. All right, moving on to the Xfinity Championship. I don't know how Gregson's going to be hard to beat. I think Gibbs is going to have a fast car. They're just so... It's Gibbs. They have a full cup team. They're the most dominant team in the Xfinity series. But JRM has caught them a little. I still think Gibbs is going to have a little faster car. But I think that Gregson right now, you just can't beat him. He's just... It'll take some serious issue for him to lose. I don't know how any of these guys... I just... He's the best... He's been the best car all year. Gibbs is going to have everyone going after him. I mean, not trying to wreck him necessarily, but racing him hard. And I... I don't I think Gregson will do anything in his power to <laughs> win and that's what's gonna happen I think um Al Geyer is good at Phoenix I just don't think he's got it right now and I think Barry he he's gonna be good but I don't think Barry's gonna get it done either I think if an HMS car wins it's gonna be Gregson and I think it's gonna come down to Gregson or Ty Gibbs and my pick's Gregson I know Gregson gets all like anxious at the end of the races, but that doesn't affect how he drives. He's so just in the zone. He'll do whatever he's got to do to win. And that's what I think it's going to come down to. And he's going to get it done. So Gregson's my final pick. All right, trucks. Um, Chandler Smith won this race last year. He wasn't in the championship, but he didn't win the race. Ben Rhodes won the championship. Zane Smith has been really fast this year. And then Ty Majeski's got some momentum. I think Chandler Smith's going to win. I think he'll have the best truck. And John Hunter Nemechek had that issue early, but he was super fast and he just got trapped down a lap. So I'm going with Chandler Smith. KBM will bring a really fast truck. It'll probably go down to him and Zane Smith. I don't think Ben Rhodes has quite what he needs to be able to win. So that should be a good race, triple championship races. The truck and the Xfinity race are going to be really good, I think, for sure. In the cup race, um, I usually they're calm, but we know how that some of these guys that are in there, Logano and Chastain, it could be insane. And then you throw Larson in, who's competing for the owner's championship, it could be really good. So I'm looking forward to them all for sure. Um, there's my race pick. So I'm going Chastain, Gregson, and Chandler Smith, um, and Logano. I think it's going to go Chastain, Logano, Bell, Elliott in that order. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I'm feeling. And then for the Xfinity, I think it'll be Gregson, Gibbs if he doesn't get taken out, and then Algaier and Barry or Barry and Algaier or something like that. All right. I think that's everything we covered. Uh, next week's podcast, we'll have a ton of stuff to talk about. And we'll have three champion champions. Uh, yeah, and then the, the schedule next week is the truck race is at 10 o'clock at night. Wow, that's a late race. Uh, the Xfinity race is 6 o'clock on Saturday night, and then the cup race is 3 o'clock. One thing I want to mention before we finish is the truck and the xfinity race are so short the truck race is 150 laps that's gonna fly by that's super short and then the xfinity race is 200 laps so those races are short and they're gonna go by fast so those races are gonna be more about 
getting out, staying in the front, and getting it done when it counts. Whereas the cup race, we'll see what guys got for cars and if they can get faster, and then we'll get that late caution probably and pit stops and uh, restarts. So yeah, it'll be. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to the Xfinity race the most, I think. But I also think the cup race will be great as well. So yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. I hope you guys like it. Um, I'll see you guys next week after Phoenix. Yeah, have a good week. Peace.